who was I? Um, a very lost individual. Had not spoken to my kids in six months. I remember feeling very overwhelmed. It's been a, an eye-awakener for me. Nothing ever grabbed a hold of me like when it did when I first started using. I've been doing this for 10 years. I had dug a grave and laid in it and was just waiting. Um, that took me to places I've never thought I would go. For the last three decades, Power Recovery Center has been a hub of alcohol and drug treatment within the Baltimore City area. A few of our clients were willing to be transparent and share their stories of hope and recovery. kind-hearted, caring, passionate, loving individual. Um, I run off my feelings, so um, I love hard. I'll be 39 this year. I'm a mom of five and um, administrative assistant for a long time. Had a really good job doing the school thing with my kids, you know, trying to make the bills. Um, single mother. I remember feeling very overwhelmed. Um, bills and just insurance, um, electricity bills, food, clothing for my kids. It was a very struggling time in my life. Um, I, like, tried things, but never was, nothing ever grabbed a hold of me, like when it did when I first started using. Um, I think mainly it was curiosity. You know, just wanting to go out and relax type thing. Very desperate. Um, really just wanted to die, honestly. I felt like I had nothing to live for. What caused me to get help is that I was at my bottom. I had dug a grave and laid in it and was just waiting. And um, my kids. My kids still being there brought me out of it. Um, at the end, I had relapsed from a recovery house that I was in for eight months um, due to almost losing my leg to my addiction. And um, had not spoken to my kids in six months, which was severe because I talked to my kids every day, like really involved parent. 
I think just the desperation was like, you know, there's got to be something better than this, you know. And my kids just, um, when I talked to them, it was just a relief. You know, just, Mom, please go get help. I've been here for almost four months. I have two months left. So it's went by very fast. My first real program that I went into was here at PAL back in 2015. And I graduated. Um, I stayed clean for two and a half years. So um, I learned a lot, but I also missed a lot. So this time I just feel like it's a lot different. I've heard a lot more things. Um, they have an intensive um, program that they've just started, and it really helped me a lot. Um, I had lost custody of my kids. I was working at a grocery store and had moved in with a friend of mine. Me and the guy I'd been with for 13 years split up, and we were already using together. So I went down into this huge black hole that I was already in, even deeper, and um, went off the wall with my drug use and was smoking a lot of crack. That took me to places I've never thought I would go. Um, shot some coke in my leg because I wasn't getting high off smoking it anymore. And when I did, I was so high that I didn't know I missed. Um, it became abscessed. And instead of me going to the doctor to get it done and treated correctly, I took it upon myself. And my neighbor gave me this medication, like helps draw the infection out. So, um, of course, I didn't read the directions because I wasn't, I didn't care, but um, I rubbed it on the abscess and um, it gave me third degree chemical burn about an inch down to my bone. And when I finally couldn't walk, stand, or make it to my methadone program, I went to the emergency room and the doctor came in and he said, what happened? And I told him, he said, um, well, get ready for the OR. And I was like, why? And he said, because you have third degree chemical burn. This was three days before Christmas. Probably one of the darkest times of my life. I don't have family here. I followed my um, kid's father here when I was 18. My oldest son and my daughter showed up. And um, I have three other kids. And I had what I thought was a man in my life that loved me. I was in the hospital for nine days in the most pain that I've ever been through in my entire life. I'm, I mean, I've had five kids, two natural kids, you know. Um, I was in a rehabilitation center to learn how to walk again for two months. I have a nice pretty scar on my leg. I want to say I've been here for two weeks. And um, we had a facilitator come in that I had never seen before, and I know a couple people here. Um, this man was just amazing, really. Um, I got a lot out of what he said, and, and it was like the light bulb clicked on, you know. Why do I keep making these the same decisions and choices that are not going to do anything but hurt me?
you know, it, it was, it's been a, an eye awakener for me. Um, my career, my children having children. Um, I'm really excited for that. I'm excited that my children haven't taken the road that I have because I have some older children that have been through my addiction with me. And um, I, I'm just excited to like ready. I'm just ready to settle down. You know, I'm ready for my life to begin the way it used to be when I wasn't getting high. Um, when I first started here at Powell, I was on eight milligrams of Suboxone. I uh, started a very slow detox process when I got here. And when I made that decision, I made it because the last time I was here, I was on 16 milligrams. And when I graduated Powell, I continued to get those 16 milligrams of Suboxone and I started selling them toward the end of the two and a half years. And um, when I came this time, I said, I, there's no possible way I could do that because I would just relapse. But this process and listening to this doctor tell me how to get off this medication properly was something I've never done. So um, I'm just grateful for him because I listened. Um, he placed support meds in for me um, at the end. And I've been off of Suboxone for 20 days now. And I feel amazing for like the first time since I was 18. Yeah, I'm, I'm super excited. <laughs> yeah, it's really great. American. I am 39 years old. I'll be 40 in July. I am a Baltimorean. I was born and raised in Baltimore. I'm a mother of four and I'm a wife. Um, I know I was meant to be a mom. Um, I just love watching my children grow, you know, um, pouring different things into them and then watching it manifest over their lives, you know, as they grow and um, make some mistakes, you know, but I always question. I kind of knew I was a good mom, but I always questioned, like, you know, how will I be able to know? How will I be able to know? And then my oldest daughter, she'll be 23 in September, and um, she's doing very well. She has her own place, an automobile. She's a student at UB. She has a good job. So I'm like, okay, <laughs> I must not have done too bad. So, um. I've always been the oldest on my mom's side and my, I'm, I'm the oldest on both my parents. And I've always been the one to like have it together. Um, although I was a mom at 17, I just knew that I had to do certain things so that my daughter wouldn't struggle, you know. Um, so I went to college, I got my undergrad, I got my grad, my graduate degree in 2010, and it's like I worked in reverse. I hear a lot of people say that, you know, they experimented with drugs at a young age, and it was nothing like that for me. Um, it's like I built my family, I got married, um, got my degrees, you know, and then 
because I was so much on like the black and white pass. Um, it's like when I relaxed or when I just, when I took a break, I took a break. And things were introduced, you know, that had never been introduced before. And it just felt good because I was always pushing and working and, you know, to do better and be better. And it just, when it hit, it hit hard, you know. And then it went from being fun to not being fun. You know, I started losing things. Um, I started losing things that could have never paid me in a million years to um, to believe that I would lose. You know, uh, my two younger girls, who are 16 and uh, 11, they live with their dad right now. I'm glad that they're safe, you know. And a lot of people tell me, you know, that it was really selfless for me to give them, you know, time. I just, I didn't want to drag them with me. You know, I just saw some ugly things. And I didn't want to, you know, put them through that. But it hurts. So I missed them really bad. And up until four years ago, I've been a mom to them. You know, this is not my first treatment. Um, my first time in treatment. It's like my fifth time in treatment. Um, I just knew I needed to get help when I couldn't stop. I couldn't stop on my own, you know. And um, I've always been semi-responsible, you know, when I started to take rent money and bill money and return things, you know, so that I can go in and use. I knew that that was a big, big problem. And um, every other recovery uh, program I've ever been in, I've always had a reservation in the back of my head. Always um, still wanted to use. Always felt like I could use successfully. You know, if I just get clean, you know, and stay clean for three months and go back into my field making decent money, I can balance using and working. And that's a fantasy. That's, there's no such thing as a functional addict. Um, in my mind, um, function is some functioning to me is something that works properly, and it's no way you can be addicted to substances and function properly. That can't happen. Um, me having to ask my ex husband to keep my girls was a um a pivotal moment, um, and just doing things that just were not in my character. You know, using at my jobs and things of that nature. That's 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 not like me. You know, um, so I was just at another recovery facility um, before this one, and I was kind of put in a position of, uh, I guess, authority. I was kind of like the house monitor, and. That was the most amount of clean time I had gotten to. I was I had about four months clean, but it wasn't good for me. Um, all of the freedom, you know, me being the watcher instead of being watched, you know, it just afforded me a lot of time to do things that I could get away with doing, you know. And um, I honestly believe that if I had not come to power, I would have killed myself. Or if I did not make a choice to go somewhere different, I would have killed myself. 
Um, I've been here since October the 24th, to be exact. Um, this journey hasn't been all that easy. You know, when I first came here, I didn't, I wasn't 100% on board. You know, I had some bumps in the road um, when I got here, you know, which made my journey a little longer. But um, I'm just thankful that, you know, people here fight for you and they work with you. You know, and I knew deep in my heart that I didn't want to leave here. I feel like this is the best program, you know, I've been in. I'm big on education, you know, and I'm just big on learning something, you know. And um, I was just blown away here, you know. Initially, it took some getting used to. We get up at 4.30 in the morning. Um, we're very busy here. We get up at 4.30 in the morning. Um, we're picked up about 6.30. We come on a block. Um, we have an in-house NA meeting, which is called Women's Rap. All the women get together, and we talk about whatever issues we have. Um, and then when you first get here, you go to group from 9.15 to 5.15, and that fills your day. But the knowledge and the information you get in those hours is like, it's just awesome. You know, you get so much information, and it's like if you have questions, you can ask. They give you answers. If they don't know the answers, they find it, you know. And then once you finish there, then you get a little break. Um, like right now, I'm in phase two, um, which means I come here at groups. Those starts at 9.15, but I get to leave at 12.15. And I get overnights, and I get weekends. And it's like it feels good because I... I earn this, you know, like I earned my degree. <laughs> I earned this, you know. Um, I had to work for it because they don't move you unless they feel like you're ready. I've been hearing some good things um, about Powell. One of the people that worked at the recovery house I was at before this um, kept telling me it's a perfect place for you. You know, I'm telling you it's a perfect place for you. But, you know, when you have freedom and you're not done, why do you want to be restricted? You don't. You know, I was doing what I wanted to do at the time. And, you know, then I said, okay, this is enough. Enough is enough. I can't do this anymore, you know. So I came, and um, when I came here and I started messing up and I relapsed and they didn't put me out initially. They just, like, gave me another 30 days of residential, which is from 9 to 5.15. I knew then that. You know, if they believe in me enough to give me this second opportunity, because there are people beating the doors down to come in here, you know, they could have referred me out. If they believe in me enough, I need to start taking it seriously and believing in myself, you know. And um, for the first time in my recovery journey, which has been about two years now, I don't have a reservation. I don't want to get high anymore. You know, I'm done with it. I'm, I'm done with it. You know, nothing good came out of it it's possible and you might not believe it's possible but gravitate and hold on to people that believe that it's possible for you there are people out there that will love you until you are able to love yourself to that will believe in you until you're able to believe in yourself you know and if you're not quite seeing the light at the end of the tunnel you know um Get with somebody whose flashlight's a little bit brighter than yours, you know. Definitely, there are definitely people out here that, you know, will help you believe your way through a situation. You know, definitely. 
Um, one of the things I'm grateful for is I like got the education done before, you know, like pre all of this stuff. So as long as I continue to condition my mind to be healthy, you know, everything else will follow. Um, I used to always say, I want my life back. I want my life back. I'm never going to get that life back. You know, I'm never going to get that life back. I'm never going to be that person again. I'm never, it's never going to happen. But I'm excited about my new life and my new ventures, you know, and what's going to happen now, you know, um, because I've had the opportunity to recreate myself. And that's cool. Everyday lives are being transformed in Southeast Baltimore through the Power Recovery Center. If you or someone you love needs to be in treatment, please contact our staff at 410-276-1773 or you can visit our website at powerrecovery.com.